dum 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 Welcome to Sports Are Dumb, the podcast that celebrates the starts of new seasons. I'm Joey. I'm Sean. And Sean, we're not talking about the swap into fall, although we have had some nice weather. Yeah. I guess it's technically like been fall forth. for over a month. But, yeah, but you, you wouldn't tell living here. <laughs> no, no, no. We had a brisk... I mean, some of the, some of the nights got into the 40s in Austin. That's Most a, of the days were 70s low. still. But that's a little low for Sean's tasting. Liking, tasting. I'm not tasting weather. I mean, unless I'm just walking outside with my mouth. I mean, sometimes when thinking. it's really hot, you taste that heat just taste that regardless. Heat. The yeah. humidity is gone, thank God. Yes, that is a nice perk. That's wonderful. Oh, oh, tasty perk. I do taste the weather and it's wonderful. It's crisp, but that's not what we're tasting right now. We're tasting the NBA season, which starts tonight. NBA, baby. (laughs) We're not getting DMCA'd, are we? I only sang it for five seconds, so it's fine. No, I think we're. I think you have to say ba 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 basketball. (laughs) Okay, that's, that's how it really counts. And we're getting two. Big old games right off the bat. You were singing the NBA on NBC theme song. Yeah. Round Ball Rock by John Tesh. Not featuring Dave Tesh, as the SNL sketch <laughs> would allude to happening. We have the Denver Nuggets, the NBA world champion. The Denver, Denver Nuggets, Nuggets. Hosting the Los Angeles Lakers, which has just been a bulletin board of material. That that little matchup there. The entire summer, Nuggets Players taking shots at Lakers players. Lakers players taking shots really? at Nuggets players. Oh, yeah. They've just been wow. back and forth. It's been a delightful time. And Hopefully. then the Suns and Warriors. Suns and Warriors. Oh, KD versus Steph. This is probably the only times we see all these players because then load management will kick in after week one. Well, LeBron almost got hurt last week. He got poked in the eyes like during a preseason game. Like Somebody was just trying to face guard him and... They just stuck his fingers right into his eye. Like, come on, man. Like, no, you can't, don't hurt LeBron year 21 in the preseason. Let's go. Like, Do you think gotta... it's worse to be hurt in the preseason or in a practice? Uh, preseason. Well, yeah, preseason. Because then people are like, well, you shouldn't even be playing in the preseason. At least practice. Uh, as we learned from Allen Iverson, everybody expects everybody to practice. <laughs> and he I has to so. be like, practice? Alan Iverson making a nice little comeback lately. I don't know if you've seen these AI commercials, which I actually don't remember who it's for. Oh, okay. I, I want to say it's like <laughs> I want to say it's like Sprint or something or some T-Mobile maybe where they're like, let's ask AI the answer to something. And then it's Alan Iverson. Yeah, it's a play on. It's very Iverson. much like the okay. T.O. that we always talk about. <laughs> let's call it T.O. And it's Terrell, Terrell, Terrell Owens. Owens. Not a timeout. Not a timeout. Not a timeout. But Sean. As is often the case when a season starts, there's lots of folks out there making predictions. And we want to get in. Yeah, I want to make some predictions. So let's make some dumb predictions. Dumb (laughs) predictions are dumb is what this episode will probably be called. Dumb predictions are dumb. I don't think of a good adverb to throw in before the second dumb. But I, I have some decent predictions, but the reasonings are dumb. Okay, I like that. I like that. So we each have three that we're gonna go through. And let's start with you. All right. My first prediction is the Denver Nuggets will not repeat as champions. They won't even make the conference finals. Why? Why will this happen? Because this offseason, after the Nuggets won the championship, we saw a uh, 
a Nikola Jokic just partying back in Serbia, and he came back to the NBA for came back to America for NBA media dates, and they caught him walking through the hallways to uh, return to work. And his posture, his demeanor, his attitudes, like I don't want to be here. And they interviewed him. And he was like, uh, "What did you was did you have a really fun offseason? Was this the best offseason ever? Because you're coming off a championship?" He was like, "No, because it was really short." Because he had to play all his basketball games. And I really don't know if this man enjoys the best player in the league. I don't know if he enjoys playing basketball. So I say the Denver Nuggets will not make the conference finals. Why? Because Nikola Jokic does not want another short offseason. <laughs> he wants to party in his home country and race horses for much longer. So he will tank the playoffs and they will lose in a conference semifinals. I like it. I like it. I have enjoyed watching him just seem... So disdained it's like, to be. <laughs> it's like work for him. It's like it's like an everyday person who enjoys coming back to work. Nobody, but you would think a a professional athlete making millions of dollars would not him. He doesn't care about all that. He just wants to leave and race horses. Uh, very very upsetting, Sean. My first prediction, which I want it to be around Jimmy Butler and his emo hair, but I I think he's going to ditch that and he's going to have. Standard classic Jimmy Butler hairdos during the season, which is too upsetting because I would love to. <laughs> I'd love if he just had that comb over <laughs> blocking one eye for even just one, <laughs> even just one game. It doesn't have to be the whole season, but I am excited to see that photo throughout the season. But my first dumb prediction is on the individual level. You picked a team. I'm picking an individual. It's Jordan Poole of the Washington Wizards Uh leading the league in scoring. It's pool season. It's pool season. I've got my noodles ready. I've got the big (laughs) unicorn float that seems to be at every uh, Swimply and like rent-a-pool type of thing where it's just this very colorful unicorn. It's delightful. It's a good float. But Jordan Poole is on a Washington Wizards team who I'd say even the players themselves know that their season is not going to go anywhere. Like the the goal for the season is to just develop young players, yeah, be bad and get them NBA experience and then get another good draft pick. All right. And Jordan Poole is fresh off being traded from the Golden State Warriors. We know last season he got punched by a teammate, punched in the face by a teammate. Right. Cold cocked. Cold cocked. Suck a punch. Draymond Green. Draymond Green punched him in the face. Warriors tried to downplay it. Ah, this happens all the time. But then they had a snitch on their team. Yes. Like someone, someone, who, did they ever, well, I'm sure they did and it just didn't publicize, but someone got fired for releasing <laughs> that to TMZ, you would think. Yes, it, uh, it didn't sound good and it definitely didn't look good. I mean, we probably wouldn't have known about it at all if the video right. had. <laughs> well, there was reports about it. And it was like, oh, they got into a scuffle. It was like, oh, they got into a scuffle. <laughs> but then you, the video leaked. It was like, oh, that was a little more than a scuffle. Like he knocked him clean the out. The scuffle went into a kerfuffle. Even <laughs> oh! rhyming violence. We're we're good. Podcasters. But Jordan Poole on on the Wizards now with I would say a lot with like the, a, like a big old chip, big old chip on his shoulder. I um, perhaps big old green light perhaps as a well lays. Yes, yes. <laughs> We've seen in preseason games, he had a play where he was going, like, looked like he was just about to dribble the ball, like, off his off his knee, um, which a common thing while he was in Golden State last year was just falling down a lot. Probably didn't know his need to fall down, but used it strategically. It looked like this was going to happen here in a preseason game. Catches his balance, hoists up what looks like a terrible three. His own teammate, who is calling for the ball. Yeah. 
puts his hands down, walks away in disgust. Three-pointer goes in, and I feel like we're going to have a lot of that this season. Jordan Poole, like you said, the green light, if he's not averaging like 28 shots a game, yeah, I'll be shocked, and he will lead the league in scoring they as might a result. Be your league pass team of the season would be the Washington Wizards. Just I'd love to, to watch it. I'd love to watch Jordan it. Jordan Poole cook every day. No load of management for him. He's going to be out yeah. there. Unless he gets hurt, he's going to be out there shooting the ball. Give him some buckets. kale and anchovies because he's cooking. Oh, well. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be bad. Oh, but, it's not going to be great. But we'll enjoy watching it. <laughs> it was like, oh, this is a disaster, but we're... <laughs> We can't turn away. My second prediction. We mentioned the Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors, they have a new addition to the team because they got rid of Jordan Poole. They have picked up one Chris Paul. Chris Paul, who I felt like was a mortal enemy to the Golden State Warriors for a long time. He was on the Clippers when uh, Golden State was starting to pop off. And it was always Steph versus Chris Paul. And Chris Paul was uh, viewed as a better point guard. But then one day, Steph shook Chris Paul really bad because he actually stepped on his foot and crossed him over and made Chris Paul fall. Uh, and it's never been the same since for the Clippers. They fell off, went to Houston. Chris Paul got hurt when we thought the uh, Rockets were going to beat the Warriors. But no. And then they missed. That Harvard. was also when he had the very delightful meme of Steve Kerr laughing. Like, oh, oh. we're having a good laugh. Chris Paul laughs and then... Immediately straight face is, <laughs> as he's walking away. Yeah. So odd pairing. We don't know how it's going to work. We'll see how it works. But my prediction, uh, Chris Paul is not seen as the cleanest player of the game. He's one to uh, uh, kick or punch the uh, below the belt of the opponent. Also, a teammate of his, Draymond Green, also known to kick or punch below the belt. So I believe in one game, both Chris Paul and Draymond Green will get ejected for kicking opponents in the nuts. <laughs> well, do you think it'll be the same opponent? They'll do like a <laughs> oh, no, that's one foot, <laughs> one foot each. <laughs> They're playing against Victor Wimbayama. Like, this guy's too big. We gotta get him closer they, to the ground. They put a trench coat on. <laughs> Stand on each other's shoulders. Oh, man. <laughs> So, yeah, that is my prediction. Both players will be ejected for nut punches or nut violations. Sean, I actually had a very similar prediction to that. So I'm glad that you said it because now we can focus on even more dumb predictions. And let's jump off from that for another Chris Paul foil that he's developed over the years. Developed, picked up, accumulated? I don't know. Patrick Beverly. Pat Bev. Who I'd say the most notable instance with Chris Paul was Chris Paul shot a ball and Patrick Beverly probably followed him. Yeah. But he didn't like how Chris Paul reacted to the fall. Chris Paul fell down, acted like he was very hurt. Patrick Beverly <laughs> looking at the refs, deploring them, imploring, imploring them. Not, yeah. Not deploring, not deploring, <laughs> Im- imploring them to realize this is just an acting job and does a little, <laughs> I don't even know. The best way I can describe it is like the Stuart from Mad TV, if you remember that oh, sketch. Stuart. Oh, the look, the look what I can do. <laughs> look what I can do. Jumping, just he's he's baffled. And I'd say Patrick Beverly, an irritant is a good way to describe his style of play. Like he's he's torn an ACL by uh, trying to steal the ball from Russell Westbrook as he was calling a timeout, and Russell Westbrook ended up tearing his ACL. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. He's mocked Chris Paul a bunch, and... My personal favorite was last year when he went to the sideline after 
a critical no call went against his teammate <laughs> oh, no. LeBron James and he picked up a camera <laughs> and uh, demonstrated LeBron James got hit on the arm. Which he did. Which he did. He was absolutely fouled in the final seconds of a tie game that went to overtime that the Lakers ended up losing. Patrick Beverly pulled a camera from the sideline from one of the sideline photographers, pointed out, hey, this was a foul. Got a technical foul. Walks away, turns back, yells, foul! (laughs) (laughs) And so my prediction is building off of that and that I think we'll see an even more ambitious prop from Patrick Beverly this year. Beyond just a camera. I'd like to see... If, if we're sticking with the broadcast theme, I'd love for him to bring up one of the touch screens that you'll see on like ESPN where they're, they're diagnosing a play where he can yeah. circle something he just can walk over there? and just, yeah, he'll pull up like a little, a little screen, maybe a little easel to put the screen on and circle it. But I'd also love just any other prop. Like if he, he thinks the ref is throwing shade, perhaps he'll bring an umbrella or something to block all of the shade or some sunglasses, or maybe he'll do something completely unrelated he'll bring an inflatable guitar just to play after a nice slam dunk he is a character and i can't wait i can't wait for the prop comic stylings (laughs) of pat beverly i'm picturing this isn't my prediction and third prediction but i'm picturing him somehow getting a bucket over victim Wimbenyama and then doing the uh the too small hand close to the ground thing because he loves to do that every time he scores a point against someone and then the commentators just being like what the, what the hell? What is he doing? Oh, <laughs> that's Patrick Beverly going at it again. Hmm, my third dumb prediction. All right, all right. I got one. I caught one. We, uh, we are aware of the Philadelphia 76ers uh, situation this uh, from this offseason heading to the scene. They have J- one James Harden who, uh, in this offseason, says he, Daryl Morey, the general manager, manager or president, I don't know what he does for the Sixers. <laughs> He says, yeah. Just a guy. Daryl Morey, the who's in, he, in charge. He says, uh, you know, Daryl Morey is a liar and uh, pretty much he will never play basketball for whatever organization he's part of again. He's like repeated it. And so uh, James Harden has been untradeable this offseason. He's still in the Philadelphia 76ers. Hasn't been and now shook. teammates with Patrick Beverly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. He hasn't played a single minute of preseason, hasn't been coming to practice. I think he showed up at training camp, but I don't think he played any. Like, I don't, I don't think it's been whatever. So it's all ordeal. James Harden does this every offseason. So people are like, oh, it's just James again. James wants to get traded to the Clippers. Clippers, I'm like, nah, fam, we good. Uh, he wanted to go to the Rockets. Uh, Ime Udoka was like, nah, fam, we good. We don't <laughs> want him. And so nobody wants him. I think he's going to be stuck. But in a, in a show of defiance, this season, this season is the season where James Harden shaves his beard. Ooh. Is he going to throw away? He's already thrown away his career with this with his antics. Why not throw away all your endorsements? If he still has any. With like head and shoulders or whatever. But to shave your beard. And now we finally get to see that sweet, sweet face we haven't seen since Arizona State. And they're going to be like, who the hell is that? <laughs> shave the beard or never clean it again. And he's just showing oh. up to games. <laughs> With like day old cheeseburger residue. I mean, uh, it could happen. I both. Mean, you, <laughs> both would be great. <laughs> we saw what Derek, Derek White finally shaved his head after the internet saw what his head looked like without the headband. And it's just like, man, that headband was doing <laughs> miracles for that. For his look. Heavy lifting. Yeah. And now I guess he, somebody 
too many people made fun of him, so he's like, yeah, it's gotta go. So like, yeah, I saw Derek White. I didn't like who's oh, that's who that is. And so similar to that, I think people would be like, who is oh, it's James Harden without the beard. I love it, Sean. My third prediction is inspired by something I saw earlier today. I was revisiting an old dunk from Scottie Pippen over Patrick Chewing. Oh, so Brian. I, <laughs> Hey, man, there's so many niche references to this episode. We'll link to them all in the show notes, and then you can be like, you guys waste so much of your time. But this dunk, the only perfect score out of 100 in Shea Serrano's book, Basketball and Other Things, he ranks the most disrespectful dunks in NBA history. And this is the only one. It's Scottie Pippen dunking over Patrick Ewing. He pushes him down in a playoff game. Bulls Nuts in his face. Yeah, and Patrick Ewing kind of shoves at him. And then Scottie Pippen continues walking over to the sideline where Spike Lee, (laughs) who is a noted spectator at Knicks games, tells him, sit your ass down. Spike Lee was calling for an offensive foul, (laughs) which, thank goodness, it was not called. And Patrick Ewing wasn't taking a charge. Like, he was trying to block the shot, which respect to Patrick Ewing, trying to block a shot instead of just standing there and letting someone barrel over him. I sent you a video of someone took a charge, and it was a disrespectful dunk, but it got called a charge, and the player was on the ground, like, just nodding. But they got dunked on (laughs) So it's like... It's preseason. I utilize that in my Chris Bounce Pass (laughs) newsletter, which if you enjoy the lighter side of basketball, which if you're a fan of this podcast, you probably do. You'd also enjoy crispbouncepass.com. And then you sign up for that newsletter. It was Daniel Gafford on the Wizards, who he's not going to be shooting a lot because (laughs) he'll be too busy being on the ground, taking charges and being pleased about it, which we don't like. We don't like. But anyway, I digress. One of the other big foils to Spike Lee over the year was Reggie Miller of the Indiana Pacers. And so my prediction is that in the playoffs, the Knicks and Pacers will meet each other. And Reggie Miller from the commentator's side of the table, because TNT will be broadcasting this game from that side. He will get into a shouting match with Spike Lee. Oh, man, that'd be awesome. (laughs) And then they'll bring Spike Lee. They'll bring him a sideline reporter's microphone and they'll have a yelling five minutes of just yelling at each other during the broadcast and Kevin Harlan will just encourage it. Yeah. Cause Kevin Harlan, when he gets excited is like, there's nothing better in sports and he'll just be yeah. spurring them on, egging them on and it'll be He's delightful. Of, if not the best. Sorry. In fact, we've got to put, this is not NBA related, but we've got to put his call of the Furman upset over Virginia huh. last year, which is still one of the oddest endings to a game. I've ever seen, and it was delightful because Kevin Harlan was calling. Because of Kevin Harlan, and also because I picked Furman to win that game. So, who did it great? (laughs) More points for you. Did a great job. Well, Sean, I'm confident we're going to have a six for six of our dumb predictions. Whether that means all six come true or we're wrong on all six, I'll leave up to your interpretation. (laughs) I was also thinking of predicting Victor Wimbanyama will win 100% of his uh, tip offs. But I I was like, that's not dumb, actually. That will probably happen. I bet he'll win 100% of the big ones, but he'll get in a jump ball with someone who's like 5'11 and lose lose that one, like Uh, (laughs) midway through the third quarter. He wasn't ready to ref it up before he ref threw it way to the other side. He's like, (laughs) he's tying his shoes. So he's like, my (laughs) way. Amazing. I'm very excited for it. And I'm very excited to hear this sports cliche. Mm. Which you can insert number 
of seconds here. We'll say eight for the example. Okay. Eight seconds? It's an eternity. Oh, it's all, oh, it's not an eternity. It's eight seconds. Like, what are we doing? Like, ah, oh, this. See, the Cowboys did this the other day, like with a different sport, Dallas Cowboys. They decided not to uh, uh, try to score a touchdown at the end of the half. Mike McCarthy, conservative, wanted to just play for a field goal. And as they were describing the situation, like, why aren't they calling a timeout? They could have called a timeout. A minute is an eternity. No, a minute is a minute, guys. What are we doing here? Yes, you could have ran however many plays, but it's not an eternity. It's not infinite. We don't have infinite number of times to score before the half is over. Say things right. I do have an example of this perhaps being sort of true from the rec league Uh that I play in, where we were playing the worst team in the league, kind of dicking around at the end. They're making a little bit of a comeback. They had eternity. Well, they had eternity because they got extra time added to the clock. So the way, again, because this is a very professional league. Yeah. They run the scoreboard through someone's phone somehow. I think it's like through an app that connects to a scoreboard because when it glitches out, we see the background of someone's phone. Oh, no. <laughs> and <laughs> That's a, and all, of their, all of their apps and other things they have on their phone screen, which is a lovely time. And so mid-game, with about 40 seconds left, the yeah. screen glitches out and... The refs, because this was the last game of the night, and I think they just wanted to get out of it, were still playing the game. They didn't stop the game while the scoreboard was being tended to. Right. Because they're just like, ah, you know, the guy will figure it out. It's fine. And I'm like, mm. maybe as a team winning, yeah. <laughs> but by not a lot right now, we're kind of, uh, maybe maybe let's wait and let's have the time be accurate. So then the time and score were re-added back to the scoreboard. The score was correct. The time was now a minute and 22 seconds, I believe. So like 40 extra seconds. From when the scoreboard stopped working, which that's kind of an eternity. (laughs) Uh, But no, it's 40 seconds. It's 40 seconds. And then they missed missed one shot, fouled us. We missed the free throw. They missed one more shot and then just stopped stopped playing defense for the rest of the game. They said it was an eternity. We want to get out of here. They were like, look, we we don't want to wait this long. Let's just end the game. And it was a great time. So we've beaten the worst team in the league twice. Good job. <laughs> to be to be in fourth place. We're good. But to be Better fair, than, I haven't been there for two of the games. So surely I would have made the difference. And yes. we'd be in second place behind. Well, I guess one of the teams that beat us is undefeated. So they'd have a loss too. So we'd be, oh. in, we'd be in tied for first or second. I don't know. Some would call you a difference maker. Yes. I would. No, okay. And that we'd lose by more if no. I <laughs> Well, I'm excited for the NBA season to tip off. We're just mere Basketball. eternities away. I'm ready for NBA Twitter. Yes. <laughs> NBA Twitter, not... Well, mm, NBA Twitter aggressive. Uh, often dumb. Sometimes not dumb. Sometimes I laugh. <laughs> yeah, most of the times I laugh. It's yeah. the reason why I have a Twitter. There's no reason to have Twitter if you don't watch the NBA. Like, all this other stuff, it's just like Twitter's been ruined by... Uh, by that guy and so uh uh he even changed the name of it which was stupid but like the nba woes and shams that's the main reason why i have twitter and uh so i'm glad the season's coming back i am too my 
most loved moments of Twitter are watching highlights of our predictions being accurate. I can't wait for Chris Paul and Draymond Green to double kick someone <laughs> and get ejected. Our predictions coming true. Not dumb. Sports are dumb. <laughs>